Alright, I'll do it. Hi everybody, welcome back to the After Hours Podcast. I'm here with Mason. That's me. And also Nick. Sup everybody. Alright, <clears throat> we are getting ready to just jump back into it. Um, Boys are back. The- <laughs> Boys are back in town. Who's that song by? I have no idea. Some do, you know the song? do you know the song I'm talking about? I mean, I've I heard it, but I, know, but I don't know. But I don't know who's like one of the most infamous songs ever. Yeah, the boys are back in. I'm not gonna sing anymore because people do not want that. Yep, there you go. I don't know who that was. <laughs> uh, so we were talking right before we uh, started recording, and we were just we started talking about our weeks and uh, the Fourth of Julys that we all had. So. Uh, Nick, why don't you kick us off? How was your 4th of July, and how was the week leading up to it? Uh, well, the week, week um, leading up to it was fine. Nothing bad happened. Well, it's technically two and, weeks. Um, We've been on hiatus for two weeks. Yeah. Oh, crap. Yeah, two weeks of stuff has Jeez, happened. man. Who's that thanks yeah. to, I wonder? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it really probably matters. John. I know. It probably it doesn't matter. It was John. It probably, this, this, it probably was me. Yeah, he's too yeah. busy getting baked alive. <laughs> That's we'll get to that. Um, uh, mine was fine. Had some people over. Yeah, what people. What it. people? Uh, just you know, some friends of ours. Hmm, of ours. So I know them. Who? Who? You seem like you're dodging the question. I'm not. My, I mean, my parents had some friends over. So you had your like parents had friends over. Oh, well, I mean, uh, you had they were all. Well, I mean, they were my friends too, I guess. But weren't they? How much older were they than you? Okay, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This, where were you the night of July Fourth, and who was with you? How many I, kids I, I did can they tell have? You, I can tell you who wasn't. What was their there. eye color? I can tell you who wasn't there. Probably me, because you didn't invite yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Well, you didn't ask. Well, I didn't ask to get invited to your house. <laughs> yeah. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm I'm sorry I didn't ask to be invited to your house for well, Fourth of July. That's okay. I forgive you. You know what, Nick? Um, I missed you. Thanks, John. Too bad you weren't there either. <laughs> no, I was too busy getting baked alive. <laughs> where where were you on the lake or something? What the? No, I was in Lynchburg. I uh, no, I wasn't in Lynchburg. I was in Virginia Beach because we drove from Lynchburg to Virginia Beach. Just you want to get coronavirus that bad? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we were safe. Mm, doesn't sound very safe if you're literally baked alive. Yeah, My dude well, said five I... seconds ago or five minutes ago, this dude was like, "I can't get out of bed." Also, it was very safe. <laughs> oh, you. Uh, the reason there's okay, there's a lot to Are be explained with that. Sunscreen? Actually, yes. Wow. <laughs> Some kinds I. That seems like the beach isn't a good idea. Yeah. I hate the beach, I'm not going to lie. Absolutely hate the beach. The only reason I went is because my sister's friends invited her, and I asked my sister if I could hang out with her for 4th of July, and she was like, yeah, do you mind coming to the but beach? But you didn't want to ask Nick if you could hang out with him. Yeah. That's because Nick usually has plans on the 4th of July. I've Dude, had a 4th of July. Yeah, and, he, and he wanted you to ask yeah. to join the plans. I do not have plans on 4th of July. You, said you, family. you literally just said you hung out with someone. That, that, in, that insinuates you had plans. Nick, I've spent two Fourth of Julys with you, and every other year you've when? had family friends. When was this? Oh, we did this years ago. 
You kn- yeah. yeah, you know. I was there too. We were all shooting off those this. bottle rockets and smoking weed. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember, you don't remember that. I don't. Nick, except that doesn't hold up it because we discussed like, last time that Nick's first 12 weed years was ago. I don't think I was. It was. I think it was 12 years ago, Nick. I don't think we were all 10. I don't I think, think. I don't. We had think all those I, illegal fireworks. I don't think I remember smoking weed. Because you, you didn't, you much. didn't do weed until like what seven months ago when yeah. we were playing guitar. She said, oh, yeah. the, only, the first quote unquote drug I had was a vape, and even that said was that. disappointing. Wait, you did, <laughs> dude? Vape <laughs> is disappointing. Like crack. Vape is disappointing. I, you just, I guess you get a headache from nicotine, but it's not even enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> with the drugs. Okay. I think the only reason that the only thing that makes it enjoyable is like the deep breathing. Like, anyway, you get a headache you from the cool, nicotine. You know, you do all those tricks. Yeah, you gotta sit on, you gotta sit at the bus stop, hitting your vape, and pressing all the <laughs> pressing the all the going ladies. Yeah, pressing all the bus drivers, <laughs> impressing all the Fred bus people. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick, Nick. I remember Nick used to be like, bro. You can take the Fred bus to the mall for like a quarter. He used oh, to yeah. tell me this. He used to be like, it's so cheap, man. And I was like, oh my, this sounds, I was just very, I just would never take, you were like what, in high school then? I, I would like just never hop, school, I, I just can't, yeah, I just can't imagine middle school hopping on the Fred bus and just going to the mall. This <laughs> seems very, very Adult dangerous. No, it just seemed very I don't know, risky. I I, I associate risky. a lot of risk with bus trips. I don't know why. Is there a reason? Actually I don't know. Maybe it's just a stereotype. Alright, well whose turn is it to talk about their their uh, I think it's my line? no one asked me how my fourth of July was. I was about to, wow, but you guys. got me off to talk about Nick smoking weed that never well, happened. I was talking about his fourth of July. I know. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even I don't want to tell you guys I, about my well, I, I eat Why? Because you guys don't deserve to know. Didn't even want to ask. Wow. This is making for killer content. What are you talking about? This is better than last week. <laughs> we started uh, better, that's for sure. Uh, what, was I, what did I do before the July? I, uh... Oh, yeah, I went over to the Rhodes house. Bro. Oh, really? Connor's, yeah, Connor's family. I have, like, a permanent invite to any holiday they have i'm an i'm an extended member of the Rhodes family <laughs> oh wow so they had and their dad buys so much he buys wow. the highest federally legalized level of fireworks so they're like crazy <laughs> illegal in virginia but they're not illegal in the federal level so he like so i just watched him shoot those off and almost get killed nice um, don't they live out in then, the woods though yeah he should be able uh, to. Do. He yeah. should be able to buy the the illegal ones. Well, they. Well, you could. Well, that. What I'm saying is, they are illegal. Oh, really? They're illegal in Virginia, but they're not illegal in North Carolina where you bought them. <laughs> it's kind of like weed being illegal in some states, but it's legal in other areas. It's technically kind of not. It's not cr- a criminal charge here anymore. Well, I was just using it as like an example. I know. I was just celebrating. Anyway, um, <laughs> what was I saying? Around your room with your gummies in your hand, like, yay! Bro, edible, edibles are where it's at, my dude. Um, and now I can't think straight. Uh, what was I saying? Anyway, so 
Yeah, so I just went over there, drank, watched Mr. Pellegrini get tackled into the pool. <laughs> By um, who? By Connor. <laughs> My man dives on top of him because they were playing like uh, like dodgeball or I don't know, some sort of pool ball game, and he had it. And Connor just dives from the like the like the surrounding uh, platform of the pool right on top of him. <laughs> and I was like, oh my, oh my goodness. Connor went like, for it. Dude, Good yeah, Lord. I'm like, this dude's gonna be dead, bro. Yeah, I would not tackle Mr. Pellegrini under any circumstances. No, I'm saying Mr. Pellegrini, you probably dislocated every bone in Mr. Pellegrini's body. That dude oh, thinks no. he's younger than he is. Oh, like, here's the thing. He might get hurt, but if he survived, I think I would probably get killed by him. So I don't oh, know, man. My only interaction with that guy, he just roasts me all the time. <laughs> I I could be doing anything and you'll make some 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 dig at me. <laughs> oh man. I think it's how he how he uh how he shows, shows affection. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I think I'm his favorite. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you think uh, he puts I, you I, above uh, uh I was just Jonah about to say Lisa? that. Yeah. Oh, I was really? just about to say wow. that actually. You took the words out of my mouth. Mm. I was like I think he ranks me above his daughters. You're the son I never had, except I have a son. His name's Dino. Dude, Dino. <laughs> Dino. Dino. Dino's not a Pellegrino, though. That dude's, like, way too cool. He's, like, way, Dino, he's, like, he's somehow, he's, like, he's somehow transcended that whole family. He's, he like, he, he just got every good gene, bro, and left. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'll take all the good stuff and leave this all behind. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually kind of brutal. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, I got a new car. Yeah, nice. Finally, yeah, I know. I finally found one. What kind? What kind I got, of car? I got, I got a Mazda three hatchback. Who'd you get it from? Uh, some dude on Facebook. Market. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember when trying to get a new car. Like we were looking at cars to get to the Facebook marketplace, but. Then I looked at my income and I looked at my expenses and I'm like, I can have this thing paid off in less than a year. Or so you could have you could have taken the settlement money from your Honda and gotten a really nice car and then not even had to pay it off. Well, I have a really nice car and it's almost yeah. paid off already. Or you could have just rolled all that money into something else. And like I said, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, me uh, and Matt found you a lot of nice cars that were really good shape. For what the money you had cash on hand, so I don't know. Fair enough. Hey, Just Nick. Saying. Yeah. I think you're still. I think you're still breathing pretty heavily into your mic. Really? Yeah. Every. It's not bad. It's just every now and then it sounds like there's like a, a level two hurricane going through your room. Oh, that's just that, that is a level two. How's hurricane. this? Is this good? That's perfect. Okay. If it's fine for you, that works great. I mean, it's as long as it's fine for you guys. No, I don't want you to be sitting there, like, eating your microphone. You know what? Maybe I'll just turn off my breathing, John. How about that? Not- <laughs> you think that's going to be good for everybody? I think, I think that's for the best. You asked me to tell you when it was kind of... I'll just go and strangle myself in, the, in my closet. You know what? That's fine, because I remember your parents saying that they left me in your will, so I'll get all your stuff, including all your money. Wait, your parents don't have anything. <laughs> Well, wait, the the five wait. bucks that you've been whoa, saving whoa, whoa, whoa. for your PS5, get it? Wait, rewind, rewind. What you said? My, your parents said you wrote me in your like 
They wrote my will? They wrote his will and wrote you in it. <laughs> yeah. How does that even make sense? Shut up. Don't question it. Oh, he's asleep. We can write his will. <laughs> what should we divvy up? Nick, that wasn't like a dig, bro. It's just you nah, asked me. Nah, nah. Don't, don't even. Don't even try to backtrack. Mason. Don't even. Don't even. Don't Mason me. <laughs> so. But yeah, new car. Who dis? Who dis? So did because, you sell the Mustang? Oh yeah, dude. I'm Nick, trying to, man. No, nah, you you guys can finish. It's not the not a not the best market to sell a very expensive sports car. You don't, I wouldn't blame. People, I, right? I mean, I don't blame it. Yeah, I don't blame it. You know, people not, not the best the uh, fiscal fiscal environment mm -hmm. for people to be buying very expensive sports cars. Mm. So. Hopefully I can get rid of it soon though, because I'm tired of uh, having it. <laughs> that car sucks. <laughs> so you know, owning a sports car, you just—it's not fun, bro. <laughs> anyone who says anyone who like no one enjoys owning a sports car. You enjoy having the sports. You car. enjoy the image it gives. Yeah, you. it's it's you put up with so much just so you could have random people compliment you, and it's like it gets to a point where you're just like, why, why? <laughs> <laughs> why do I? Why am I putting myself through this for a bunch of compliments from people I literally don't know or care about? Exactly. Yeah, like yeah, my new car is nice, dude. That thing shifts like a Mercedes, bro. I feel like I'm. It's I. You're on like 65 miles per hour down the road, and it feels like nothing. Which I know you guys are like, well, that sounds normal. But when you're in an old 23 year old sports car with racing suspension. It's it's nice because <laughs> you get used to feeling every little bump in the road. <laughs> so. Um, so our podcast has become quite popular these days. I mean, everyone's just constantly messaging me, the forums, everybody about when the next episode is. And you know what? I understand, but we had to take time. To get ourselves ready. <laughs> what, like mentally and physically, kind of thing? Yeah. What's funny? It's funny that you say that kind of jokingly, but like the people that I've introduced the podcast to, which is like it's still under ten currently. But the fact that we have over two people that listen to that first episode, and all of them asked me for the past two weeks when the next one's coming out, like. I say we're doing pretty Wait, good so far. I zoned out. Five. Five? Five of my friends have listened to this. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> What's funny is they, they like to. I heard they play this. I heard they play this thing at Guantanamo Bay as a form <laughs> of torture. <laughs> they're like they just set the guy down in the room and pull out a radio and he goes I'll tell you everything he said don't even shut your don't, don't turn it on not after hours podcast no give you he goes can I can I just can I just get waterboarded <laughs> I prefer the waterboarding <laughs> At least then I know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but for after hours podcasts, there's there is just none. no hope. 
But oh, uh, in all seriousness, though, they actually did enjoy it, and uh, they thought we were very funny, and they were looking forward to the next one. Um, they all said that they enjoyed the first half, but their favorite half was the ending part when we had a bit more structure to it. And Alcohol? It was, so, <laughs> that too. They were wondering. There's a bit more alcohol involved. They're actually going to wonder how many of Mason's drinking sessions were going to happen. Not today. I'm too sad to drink right now. Sad? Why are you sad? I don't know, bro. Chemicals. Who knows? <laughs> Dude, Sorry, I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not laughing at depression. It's just the way that you said that made it sound like you live behind like a chemical waste dump, and you're just like, I don't know. It does weird stuff to me. Sometimes I'm sad. Yeah, I don't know. The, the ground glows out here. I don't know. <laughs> you're like, sometimes I'm sad. Sometimes I can fly. It just depends on the day. Um, oh, man. So we. So what's this question? So, someone, a very avid view, viewer, or not viewer, but viewer, <laughs> the not viewer, viewer of the podcast, viewer, but an avid, <laughs> avid listener of the podcast, reached out to me, and he wanted some advice on a particular situation that he had. Okay. So this question. So this question comes to us from Tactical Sausage. Four three five, over on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is drowning in girlfriends. I'm just saying. Uh, or boyfriends. You never know. You're or right. Twenty twenty. We don't judge here on the after hours. Or podcast. animals. Or yeah. Uh, or no, animals. I judge, I judge if somebody's screwing an animal. Well, 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 me and Nick don't judge. Yeah. John's our our resident bigot. He's a he's a. <laughs> He's a beastophobic. Yeah, he's a Republican. Yes, <laughs> I'm not a Republican. My man's a my man's an RNC plant. No. <laughs> so anyway, what is tactical sausage one help with? Pedophilia, and I'm not for bestiality. Both are disgusting. Well, no one's for pedophilia, but bestiality. Come on, man. It's 2020. Yeah, with <laughs> the times. Anyway, ask the question from um, tactical sausage three five. So he says. Uh, so over on Reddit, he says, Hey guys, love your podcast. I listen to it every day as I commute to work. Ever you just watch, <laughs> listen to the one podcast over and over again on loop? <laughs> uh, listening to serial killers who like you travel to work to Guantanamo Bay. His commute's only two minutes, so he can just keep listening to the podcast in little chunks. He listens to the portion where dad is banging on his door over and over again because that gives him satisfaction. <laughs> oh, Are you dude, guys going to let me finish the question? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm good. Go ahead. Sorry. Alright, he says, hey guys. Anyway, so I was saying. Stop. <laughs> this man is having a problem. Okay, and you guys are just taking I a apologize. massive dump on him. I apologize. To like, I, let's respect him, her, or her, as an individual. Or they. Or they. Um, all right. All right. Count three, and then you go one, two, three. All right. One, two, three. One, they two, go. three. He says, hey, guys, love your podcast. I listen to it every day as I commute to work. Your chemistry, <laughs> wit, and friendship are truly beautiful. And make me wish I had such blessings in my own life. Like a teletubbies I was episode. wondering if you guys could help me out with a problem I've been having as of late. So last night, we were out at a company uh, Christmas party. 
Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. This party. Continue, continue, Nick. Like, We're not going to even unpack that. Hold on, we made the podcast two weeks ago. Hold on, Nick. I have a question. First off, and this is actually a serious question. Mm-hmm. Who is we? Because he said he wishes he had friends like us. So is it like just coworkers? I think it's coworkers, I guess. Okay, please continue. We're I said that this was a while ago. We'll, we'll like unpack later. Ago. Let's continue. Okay, I was going to say like we'll worry about the time jump later. All right. Um. So he says. So last night we were out at a uh, a Christmas part, a company Christmas party. Um. <laughs> My male coworkers and I have stupid ways of bonding, of bonding, including drinking competitions, paper, basketball, and downloading suspicious apps on each other's phones. Basically, we okay. act like children, like we're children, like like TikTok. Probably. Okay. We're in a nine-to-five office job, so we take any opportunity we can get to make things less boring. No one gets hurt, and everyone has fun until last night. We were all at a bar and pretty drunk, and I went to take a slosh. I'm guessing he went to use the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, my boss no, and my friend, Dave, came in after, after me while I was about to pee. We decided to see how far away we could stand from the urinal and still get everything in. Yeah. Dave, <laughs> Dave finished peeing. <laughs> okay, control yourself before you can get here. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, where was so I? I can't even Dave remember. was peeing. Dave was Dave, peeing. Yeah. So Dave, uh, Dave was, Dave finished peeing and my yeah. boss was pretty far back. So Dave pointed my boss out and I automatically turned. And since I'm a little taller than my boss, accidentally sprayed him with some of my golden nectar on his dick. His response was, "His response was, what the fuck, man? I think he thought I did it on purpose. I apologized and left <clears throat> really quickly and haven't seen him since. I'm not sure what to do now. I don't want to go back to work. Should I confront him about, about it or pretend it never happened? I think so, just quit. Just never you know, go back to work. I mean, um, I did, but Nick, you were saying something. Go ahead. I, I you know, you know, they say... So you know how like dogs will like pee on things to mark their territory, their ownership. You think he owns his boss now? Well, in a way, I think so you I should think walk in and be like, "I'm the boss." Did because he like he he was his uh, he was the boss's employee. He was. So he's basically saying, "Like I own you, bitch." To I don't boss. think he's. No, I think that's no. exactly what he's saying. I think okay. As an actual answer, I think that because he specified that they were all pretty drunk, um, what I would do is I might just like pull your boss aside and be like, hey, can we talk just for a second? And then just be like, hey, I'm so sorry about the other night. I was very drunk. Um, I did not mean for that to happen. It will not happen again. Um, and uh, just I don't know. No, I, think just you need to, I think you need do to do it just- your own words. I think you just need to pretend you were blackout drunk and don't even remember it. Ooh, you see that's boss, a good idea. Like, too. I, haven't, I haven't seen you in a couple of days, man. How you been? And when he's like, I, saw I mean, you I don't night, really like, understand. Were we hanging out the other night? <clears throat> I mean, I don't. Well, I mean, 
he says that they took a competition to see like how far away they could get and still get their pee uh, in the urinal. I mean, I think he I just needs go- to walk into the office and not break eye contact with his boss. And like sit down at your desk and just keep staring at him. Oh, here's here's a good question too, along those lines. Was the boss participating in this long pee contest? I think why was he there? I, I think <laughs> I think that was that was a that was specified. That's the impression that I get at least. Mm. So I mean I don't understand why he the boss is so offended. Like when you guys act like children, I mean What you should do is you should confront him about it and record it and get him to like get really mad at you and then give it report it to HR and get him fired and then you can be the new boss. What if he's the boss of HR? I don't think I don't think I think HR is above everyone, John. I don't think there's a <laughs> That's fair enough. There's no there's no like position where you're like, I just I can do whatever I want now. Unless you're Harvey Weinstein. One second. Yes, ma'am. But even he got caught. Thank you. Look at, listen to this simp. Look at this simp. simp. Shut up. Simp behavior. Simp. He said, honey, it's four o'clock. It's time for your dinner. <laughs> you seen that meme? No, I the haven't. Where it's like, oh, you haven't? No. Where it's like, insert whatever. Here, I gotta, anyway, I'll send it to you later. It's My mom gets up super early for work. She was just saying goodnight. Bro, I get up early for work too. You know, you see me going to bed at 1 a.m. How early do you, how, how early do you have to get up? Like 4.40. Oh, pfft. my mom gets up at three. Well, I go to bed at one, so. Well, that's why she's probably less tired than most of us, because she actually gets why, a good night's she... sleep. Probably why she's a lot happier than me, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Um... Interesting question by uh, Thanks very advice. Sausage Commander. And there's sausage a whole Commander lot of advice there. You got some good advice. You have some interesting advice. You got some. And then you got yeah, John's man. advice. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, right. So, uh, okay. I got a question. So, going on to, like, the Friends track, this actually is a good segue. Um, so, as we've all gotten older, so you know how when you're young, your parents are always like, go make friends? Like, that's a huge thing, is go make friends, go play with your friends, uh-huh. stuff like that. And as you get older... We for don't, some reason, we don't college, play anymore, though. We hang out. Well, we but that's the, well, yeah, but hang out with each other. Sausage okay. Commander plays with his friends. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but it, it, yeah, but what I'm saying is like when you get older, like especially college age, it seem a lot of people seem to have trouble making friends. So I wanted to ask y'all's opinions, like, um. How like how have your experiences been with friends over the years? And like has it gotten easier or harder to make friends over the years? Have you lost friends? Do you have less friends now that you're older? Like what what are some differences? Let's just talk about that in general. I don't know. I mean I feel like I feel like the only two people I've ever really considered like really good friends of mine are you two. <laughs> I mean I feel like Honest, I don't, these I feel days like Yeah, you same. guys are Yeah. I mean, this is going to sound pretty uh, entitled and messed up, but I try very hard to have less friends each year, and I somehow wind up with more. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? I feel, I yeah, that's know, a good bro. question. Why? I don't know. 
Okay, do you try and do you actively try and break friendships, or is it just no, kind of like think, a ghosting people kind of thing? No, I just think, I do a lot of ghosting. I think I'm a general all around a hole, but yet I think people find think I'm being like <laughs> sarcastic or something, and then it's just like and they're just like, man, Mason's so quirky, and I'm like, no, I'm just an a hole, and they don't even realize it. <laughs> okay, I don't know. It's just like sometimes I'm like, why does anyone hang out? Well, I mean, I mean, well, I, I guess think of a lot of reasons. Maybe it's just maybe it's just because I'm I'm very straightforward and people just find it refreshing, even though it's kind of a or blunt you're at times. Just a dude that people enjoy and there's no caveat to it. It's just like hey, no, I can't be it, bro. I think they they, they obviously want think, something from me. I think we're seeing what? some side effects of uh. the wasteland behind the wasteland, but yeah, the wasteland <laughs> yeah, behind radioactive depository behind my house but in all seriousness like i was the people that i talked to about this podcast a lot of them mentioned the picture and they're like how old were you guys when we took that picture and i was like maybe we were three we were 14 maybe 13 we were, no we were all three years old but they so i did some backtracking the three of us have been friends for a little over a decade like and that to me is crazy but really cool at the same time because it just feels very easy with you guys like easily you two are two of my best two of my best friends yes but it was just funny because people mentioned like in the listening to the podcast they're like we can just tell that you guys have been friends for a really long time just because it's not like you guys embrace the awkward and when things are awkward you just roast each other instead of it being like a it can't be awkward it's just like a well that was weird and just I don't know, we just have a good vibe. I feel I like mean, oh, no, I, 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 I mean, I don't really have problems making any friend, making friends. Um, yeah, I was about to say the same. Same. But I mean, I don't. Uh, I think. I think. I think. Just, the tr- sorry, no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No. I think it's just that. Um, it's just that. Uh, you know, like as you get older, people just sort of like move on with their lives and stuff like that. But true, um, but I feel like you also like. I feel like that. I feel like that's a cop out to say, like we're not friends because life just moves on. I feel like it's a lack of trying. Well, I do feel like I, I and I feel like people don't like thinking about that way because they don't want to take responsibility for a lack of or the falling off of relationships. Like the thing is, it gets harder when people get older because you get more busy and stuff. Like we actively do set this up every Monday to like if we just stopped setting this up, we'd just fall off. Like you had to actively be pursuing, you know, that stuff like that. You, you had to set up. But that's it's not that, just yeah. like when you're it's, when you're kids and stuff. It's so natural, you know. You just kind of like bump into them at this like same places every week and stuff. I feel like because I I went through like what was it a couple months ago? I was like I hit up a bunch of old friends I'd like hadn't seen in a long time, like. <clears throat> to connect back up touch base and all that like it's got to be an active thing you have to do you know mm-hmm. like you can't just i think i think it's just that um that just comes with with age i think you know yeah you like it's really obviously a lot of like responsibilities when you're a kid and you also have so much free time yeah but the thing too is like even kids like kids actively set things up or they ask their parents to actively set things up like play or like sleepovers and stuff like that like kind of like going off of what mason said there's always like 
it's always nice to bump into somebody and not all the planning has to be like, we're going to do this thing. It's just like a, Hey, let's just chill this day and figure out what we're going to do. But there's a plan in place to see the other person. There's you have to like, you have to cultivate there. You have to be more yeah. active in cultivating the like, but, relationships when you're older. Yeah. But with that being said, I do agree a little bit with Nick as well. I think it's a combination of both things because like, let's, none of us are parents, but I bet it's, a lot harder to plan those things to <laughs> it's a lot harder to plan for things when you have kids involved you know what i'm saying well yeah, yeah. we don't have kids involved no That's we a don't whole different just, topic we're talking oh, no, about no, 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 college no. friendships yeah but i mean a lot of our friends are getting married now too and we're at that age where i mean no i'm not we're not <laughs> these people are getting married way too early john don't even get me started on this. You should. No one should be getting married at 21. Pump the brakes, my guy. I think that's I'm like not. one of the main things people go bankrupt by. Is if a hundred percent. Me and Nick oh. are going to rant for the next 40 minutes about marriage now. No, I <laughs> pump brakes for a second and hear me out. All I'm right. not advocating for people to get married at this age. I'm not advocating for us to get married. I'm just pointing out a fact of life: is that people do, and a lot oh. of our friends oh, are. It's a, very, it's a foolish mistake. I mean, I don't. Well, I'm not mean. saying one way or the other. I'm just saying a fact. And I'm saying a fact too. <laughs> also, I would never ever plead for you to get a girlfriend because you've been preaching abstinence from the top of. Uh, of I've been uh, preaching abstinence. I've been preaching the anti. Uh, <laughs> anti. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to put it, Nick. I like that one. <laughs> there ain't no ring on oh, no. this. I'm just saying, you get screw- You can only get screwed over like one too many times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you're just done. It is funny though, like when you guys were saying how it's easy for y'all to make friends these these days, like even in college, because I feel the same way. But talking to a lot of people in college. One thing that I'm – when people tell me, they're like, why are you so easy to approach? Like, how do you make friends like that? And I'm like, because I, I think, do, I think the I trick- do two things. I embrace the awkward, and I just freaking go for it. Just what the heck? What do you have to lose? Just talk I to people. I think the trick, as I cut you off real quick, I think the trick is to listen. <laughs> uh, I think people are like – I think people just don't – like, I feel like a lot of people just look for people who are exactly the, at, similar to them. And oh, people yeah. feel like a need to also control conversations, which I, you know, I, I, you can argue that I do that a lot too. But I feel like <laughs> people who, I feel like people who, like you just need to listen and you need to like understand that you can disagree with someone but still be friends with them. Yeah. Like there's so many levels. Like I feel like people just, they're like, well, I didn't find anyone who thinks exactly like me. So I guess I just don't have friends anymore. Like I hang out with a lot of people I just do not agree with one bit. <laughs> And it's what I'm still friends with them, and I still like hanging out with them. But it's just like you sometimes you just gotta keep your mouth shut and just enjoy, you know, being with them and Be less an about accepting person. Yeah, not everything's a debate team, you know. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you I guys like, can just chill instead of being like, "Oh, my ideology is different than like yours." I, Let's yeah, I hang out. I hang out with some great. Like, if any of my there's certain friends groups I hang out with that if they met each other, they literally kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> and yet I hang out with both groups and it's fine. What you know friend what groups are these? Well, I the guys I play video games with on like Friday nights, like the weekends, they're like really conservative, gun-toting, like very – not alt-right, but you know, very 
Very rec- very that like very anti snowflake and stuff. And then I have pe- I drink with my brother and his my older brother and his friends on Wednesday nights, and they're very like neoliberal alt left like hate like want to let want to like put all these gun laws into place want to have like social they're even like they preach like about communist stuff too and i'm just like oh my goodness so i'm saying like i just and yet i enjoy hanging out with both of them i think they're equally crazy but also i'm a centralist so maybe that's just my ability just to see positives in both sides i mean i just i just never really very weird i've just never really found i mean for me personally i've never really found um uh friendships based off of uh like political beliefs it's always been about something that's like also interesting i I wouldn't say they're i wouldn't say they're i'm not saying these friendships are based off their political beliefs i just feel like i'm just saying these groups have strong political beliefs and they do like i don't think that's like I'm not friends with them because of those views. I'm just friends with them, and they have those views. Oh. Yeah, no. Nick is Nick uh, is rein. Well, Nick is basically reinforcing what you said in the first place, which is it doesn't really matter what they view or what they think. It's them as the people that you're friends yeah. with them for, and that's yeah. exactly what Nick is saying. I think, and that's kind of how I feel too. Like, I really, as long as you're not a complete as as a dick nice of a person, person, I'm okay. Yeah. Like as yeah, long as like, you're nice to me, I'm okay. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I think I think that's the, the common nominator. You just gotta be nice. You gotta be around people who are also or nice. You know? Like, <laughs> I hang out with this one. I have this one friend who's a mom, single mom, and she's got tons of animals, which I do not vibe with animals. And every time I'm at her house, I'm like, be uncomfortable. And she also like is into all those healing crystals and stuff. <laughs> I literally told her the other day. I was like, you are literally the antithesis of like what I want out of life. Like what I in like. like i'm I'm like being around like being around you're like you're like i'm not dissing your life or anything i think it's super awesome i think you're like really happy and i think it's cool but like this is not what i find enjoyable but like i still enjoy hanging out with her did this friend go to very uncomfortable no it's a work friend oh shift manager for a second i was gonna guess it was uh lissandra (laughs) i'm like oh i know her excellent sandra never mind (laughs) what a name is that the is that the girl? Um, I'd give that name a an eight and a half out of ten. That's a pretty. Ooh. I know it's a good name. I think yeah. we got the question. Oh, we think we Lasagna. got ourselves. Lasagna. <laughs> what were you is asking, Nick? Is that the girl who um who had like really long red hair? Is that her? She had like strawberry blonde hair, so it was red and blonde. Um, she hung out with Drew Alexander a lot. Who's uh, that? You don't know who Drew Alexander is? No. My guy. Do you know Grace? Wait, give me a second. Yeah, Grace. Wait, Grace like Grace. Grace Alexander? Uh, no, I don't know her either. She's got blonde hair. I thought hair. you were going to say Grace. Uh, what's you probably her name? Grace met her Charlotte. a couple of times. Here, I'm, give, let me a second. Let me load up the old Facebook and type this person in. You said Drew yeah. Alexander? Yeah, his last name's Alexander. His first name's Drew. Drew Alexander, number one. 50 mutual friends. Okay, let's see here. Yeah, I don't... Oh, wait. I do know this guy. I worked with this guy at Belvedere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bro, I hated Belvedere, so I'm triggered now. 
for a second, I thought you were going to say you hated Drew, and I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> no, about? Drew Drew's cool. I, I actually got – this was the only dude – this is kind of a funny story. I got along with this dude. He was the only dude I got along with out of the hundreds of people who worked at Belvedere, and I started going to Spotswood with Nick, and I realized he went there, and I was like, makes sense, kind of. <laughs> but, dude, I hated that place so much, dude. I low-key – I low-key was losing my mind. It was like an, one solid, terrible acid trip the whole time I was there. <laughs> We had this, what was it, one day, oh my goodness, dude. Let's see if I remember this story. It was like a deep cut. I suppressed all this stuff. So I was, one day I came to work, I was like opening shift. So I'm there at like, I guess 7 a.m. because we opened at like 8 or something. So they're like walking me through everything, blah, 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 blah. So then they're like, you're going to be on the, the corn cob sling range or whatever. So it's basically like these giant slingshots that you load corn cobs in and chuck them at a, uh, Chuck them at like these like tar- bullseye targets and stuff. Anyway, so I was like, okay, cool. So I he's like head down the hill. I'll see you in there a second. This was the dude who like the head the game master. The game master was insane and he was also bald. Not that that has anything to do with it, but just for your mental image, it was this super kind of like medium jacked old bald guy who was just crazy and he'd yell a lot. So he's like, I'll see you down in a minute. Go down there. So I walked down to the edge of like how old are you? down. Real quick, how old are you at this time? <laughs> oh, dude, I'm like, I'm like senior year of high school, middle or, for, uh, what's it called? The year below, sophomore year. Junior. Junior year. I don't, dude. I'd never even. Anyway, junior. That always confused me. That's a different story. Anyway, so I'm like junior year. So I'm. This is like my first like job that's not like I used to work at my dad's print shop, but that's like a different kind of a different experience than like an actual job with random crazy people in the world so i go down the hill walk down the super long hill and i'm like at the edge of the farm so i'm just standing there there's no one around because it's super early in the morning i'm just standing there like awkwardly looking around and then i hear this like like you know when like an atv's driving really fast and gravel's like shooting up so it's going yeah. like shit and this dude comes whipping around the corner on an atv going like mach 10 comes <laughs> screeching into the booth i was at and he gets off his atv like, before it's even fully stopped, grabs this crate tote off the back and slams it on the table in front of me. And he starts pulling out a cash register. And he's, like, setting it up and stuff. And he plugs it into, like, the, the extension cord. And he clicks a button and it doesn't work. And he goes, what the? He clicks a button again and it doesn't work. He's like, what the? And he starts slapping the register and banging on the table. He's like, what the crazy? Why isn't this working? He's, like, screaming and stuff. And I'm, like, scared out of my mind, dude. I'm like, I'm going to die, bro. So he, and then he just, he's like freaking out. And he's like whipping, he's like whipping the cord around, the extension cord, like freaking out, slamming this cash register. And then he looks over and the extension cord isn't plugged into the power, like power pole. And he goes, oh, and he walks over and plugs in. He goes, okay. So he's like, basically what you're going to do, he goes, he goes, basically what you're going to do is you're going to, people will come to you. And they're going to cash in their, like, their little egg stickers. He's like, three egg stickers gets you one shot. Five gets you three shots. And he's like, then you're going to click this button and this button. Hit enter. Cash out the till here. Reload the door. He's like doing all this. He's like, you get that? I'm like, no. And he goes, great. And he goes, and he sits on his ATV and he goes, dude. I can't believe they pay me to do this job. And then he just hits the gas and just just takes off. Gravel's like shooting up in the air and he just goes off over the hill. Where and I'm just he... standing there like still in shock, not knowing what to do. Where did he get and... the where did he get the ATV? 
I, I, he was just like one of the, the managers would just whip around on these ATVs. So I'm just still standing there like super shocked and uncomfortable and still not knowing what I'm even doing because I've never run a cash register in my life. <laughs> and this thing looks like it's running DOS for all I know. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like standing there and then I'm like, okay, so I just awkwardly stand there because we're not open yet. And then so then like 10, 20 minutes later, I'm just still awkwardly standing in the same position, still kind of motionally scarred. And then this dude, the owner of the farm was this dude, this Santa Claus looking dude who would just ride around on this like mini truck, mini ATV, like flatbed truck. And he just like a gator. Yeah, he'd like ride around in the gator at like negative one miles an hour, probably because he was too heavy for the motor to kick in. And he would just like slowly cruise around, just stare at people. So I'm like standing there and he slowly starts pulling up and I'm like, oh no, what's this guy want? And he gets off the cart and he goes, he goes, hey, and he's like, I need you to do something. And I'm like, what's up? And he goes, you see, and he pulls this tarp. There's like this big pallet with like an empty, you know, if you've ever been to like Costco and there's like those giant, like they put the produce in those giant like pallet cardboard boxes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So there's like one of those, a giant empty pallet cardboard box. And I'm like looking at it and he goes, I'm going to need you to do something. He walks over and there next to it, there's another pallet empty or pallet box that's covered in a tarp. He like pulls off the tarp, like how like Batman reveals his car in that movie. He like pulls <laughs> his tarp off and there's just filled with like rotten corn cobs, like dried out corn cobs. And he goes, I'm going to need you to take these. He's like, and he's like, you're going to shuck it. And he like pulls the shuck off and like breaks it and throws it to, on the ground. He goes, then you put the cob in this. He's like, I'm going to need you to do all that. Put all this in this. So basically I have to de-shuck a cob and then put it in the other thing. And then like keep doing that. Like basically I have to, to de-shuck this whole pallet of cobs and put it in the other box. So they can shoot them in the slingshot range. So I was like, okay. So I just start like. He leaves, so I'm just sitting there shucking these like dried out corn cobs, and so and then okay, so here's where it gets starts getting crazy. I shuck one, and there's a spider as big as a half dollar, just chilling in the like on the corn cob, and I had, I had like uh -oh. severe arachnophobia, dude. I yeeted that corn cob <laughs> halfway across the farm and just start booking it. I start booking it up the hill, and I'm like running in circles around my booth. Like freaking out, like looking like I'm tap dancing or something. So I'm like running in circles around. The, it looks like I'm probably performing some ritual at this point because I'm like I'm like running in circles around the pallets, like jumping up and down and stuff. And then I freeze, <laughs> and then I just freeze, and I look around and no, like to see if anyone saw me. And I'm still in the middle of nowhere, and no one's around. And I'm like, I just casually walk back over. So then I had to open, I had to chuck all the rest of the cobs while knowing there's these giant spiders in there. <laughs> so, Ugh, so anyway, terrifying. so I start doing that, and then over the course of the day, he, they they just keep sending people who like have nothing to do to help shuck cobs with me. So towards <laughs> the end of the day, we have like seven guys just shucking cobs, like it's like we're working on the railroad over here. And then, <laughs> so then the manager comes back, the bald guy, and he walks over, and he he picks up the cobs, and he goes. He goes, I need you guys to break these in three pieces. You can't leave them whole. And I'm like, I was like, what? And he goes, take the cob and break it in three separate pieces. Like these dried out cobs. And I don't know if you've ever tried to break a corn cob in half. It's hard. Let alone three equal pieces. 
so we were all like, okay. And he goes, okay, cool. And he tosses it back in. So I'm like, we're like, at first we try to like break the, I try to like break the cob with my pencil arms and it's just not working. So we decide, <laughs> so we're like, we're like trying to break them. So I just start breaking them in half because that's the best I can do. So, yeah. so we just start doing that. And there's this one kid working with us that this dude absolutely hates for no reason. This bald guy. And he keeps picking on him. So anyway, like an hour later, the dude comes back by and he walks over to like the big bin and he picks up a cob of corn that's broken in half and he just stares at it. And he just locks eyes with the dude who he hates, one of the seven guys, and he's just staring at him, not saying a word. He's just staring at him holding the, the cob that's in half, not like three pieces. And the dude goes, it's, it's impossible. Like you can't break it like in half, like it's too thick. And I like how just, the guy hasn't asked him anything, but he's just he's like, a, yeah, he's, yeah. he's like, it's it's impossible, dude. He's like, I tried it, and the dude he just looks at him, doesn't break eye contact, walks over to the edge of the the pallet, like the cardboard edge, and he just starts slamming the cob of corn on it, like oh sideways, gosh. and he's like slamming it. It's denting the cardboard. That's how hard he's hitting it. It's denting oh. the cardboard, and there's kernels of corn flying everywhere. Off of the like off the cob, I'm like we're like all ducking because there's like corn flying at like the velocity of a bullet everywhere, and he and he hits it so he hits it on like the twentieth time and it snaps in half and he holds it up all dramatically and he's like all red in the face and it's got no corn left on the cob. Literally all the corn's been knocked off and he goes three pieces. And he chucks it into the thing, and the dude looks like he's like already peed his pants. And he goes three pieces, and chucks it into the thing, and just walks away and gets back on his ATV and like rides off. Oh my gosh! And I was like, dude, I'm a die, bro. <laughs> dude, it was crazy, bro. But there was like so many stories like that. I had like thirty stories like that at one point. I've like suppressed most of them now. But dude, it's like nonsense. I got I almost got fired my first day there too because I told some like seven year old kid I didn't care. <laughs> he asked me about something I was like I don't care, <laughs> and then he, then this kid tattles on me to one of the managers and the ma- I'm like sitting there at like the little like swing set thing I was monitoring and this girl co- who I hated so much one of the managers who was like power she was one of the low level managers that was like power tripping, she like comes casually strolling over with her hands in her overalls and she goes so, you don't care huh. And I'm like, what? And she's like, you told that kid you don't care. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and then she tried to get me fired. It was crazy. Who saved you? Who uh, saved one you? of the cool managers who actually like ran the farm was just like, hey, bro. And he's like, uh, I'm going to need you to not say that. And I was just like, okay. And he's like, cool. <laughs> he was just like, he just didn't want to. Like, it was the first day of the season. He didn't want to, like, lose co-workers like workers you know because he would have had yeah. to get all my shifts covered yeah, like I guess the remaining and like as the season went on people just started randomly quitting like getting fed up with and quitting and we had this little like pin board in the like break room that was like you, people would put shifts on that were needed to be covered and by the end <laughs> they like put the little sticky notes on this little like this little like tack board and by the end of the season the whole wall was covered in sticky notes like it surpassed the little board. It's <laughs> like so many people had quit that they just like there was like, dude, I don't even know how that place was running towards the end. Like they had to be like, I don't even know how many people were left. Like I, a third of the workforce must have quit. 
Dang. Yeah, I got wow. sunburns, John. I got sunburns so bad on my face because I didn't bring sunscreen. And, like, I went I went into the break room, and one of the managers was like, holy crap, dude, your face is, like, burnt. And he's like, do you want some sunscreen? Sunscreen, excuse me. Sunscreen. I was like, sure. And she pulls out the nastiest bottle of, like, decade-old used-up sunscreen. And I was like, you know what? I, I, I think I'll pass. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what STD I'd get from that. But um, I think I'd rather just have my first layer of skin on my face peel off. <laughs> Which it did. The cra- it got so the bad. Crazy- Looked like a mummy. Ugh. Gee, the I craziest sunburn I ever got was on my back. And um, when I was a kid, I went to Boy Scout. There was a Boy Scout thing. We were canoeing on the river all day long in the mm. middle of the summer. And I got I my arms and legs and neck. I got all that sunscreened. But I didn't remember to do my back. And I didn't wear a shirt while I was going down the, the river. Not wearing a shirt. <laughs> anyway, I was I, I was young at the time. Off his single chest hair. Okay, here's <laughs> the that crap off. I got oh, back <laughs> my Sorry, skin. Um, no, okay. When I got back home, the skin on my back was literally bubbling. I got second degree burns mm. from a sunburn, How? which is insane. So I remember getting home, and my parents were like, "Look, we told you to wear sunscreen." And we're mad at you, but this is very obviously punishment enough because, like, you can't even – it was pretty awful. And they were like, we have to put aloe on your back, man. And I said, okay, no matter what I say or what happens, just keep going. And my mom looked at me. She's like, don't be dramatic. But the second she, like, put a handful of aloe on my back, I'm, like, gripping the um, the, 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 the counter at the time. I grip it so hard. I start to, like – dig my fingernails into the side and I'm like prying my fingernails almost off at this point and just like suppressing screams and my mom looks very upset as she continues because I'm just like just keep going don't stop because she'd stop and then like continue back and I'm like no don't just get it over with <laughs> like it sounds so dramatic but it it was holy crap like that is easily one of the most painful things I've ever had the experience in my life because I was stupid dude. dude aloe sucks bro putting that on a burn Oh, I mean it, it. It's painful, but it really does like help. Oh, it works. It works. Have you ever oh, like yeah, gotten aloe from an actual aloe plant? Like cracked it? No, dude, that stuff's weird. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like if you have. Have you ever seen a picture of like what it looks like inside like an aloe leaf? It's wild. Like you, it literally is the stuff. You just like squeeze it out. Ugh. You just crack it and like squeeze this gel out. It's super Ugh. weird. Hmm. Bro, I'm a, I'm a, what? I'm, I just what? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I just I was just gonna say I liked uh, a picture on Spencer's Instagram from 2014. I'm gonna see if he says anything. <laughs> uh, what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened, to y'all? Ooh. This podcast. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I was I had a lot. I was a dumb kid, man. Were, like, that's a, a lot that's of dumb stuff. I was a dumbass as a kid. I really yeah. was. Um, Remember that time you kept sh- you kept smashing windows at Ad Astra? 
It was like clockwork. Every year, John would throw like a wiffle ball through one of the glass pane windows. He threw a water bottle. Didn't you throw a water bottle through one of them as well? That was not me. That was actually not me. Oh, really? Oh. I remember sitting. I remember sitting in the annex on our like. It was the second to last day of the semester, and I said, I literally looked at Alicia and I said, "Bro," he's like, "I'm like." We made it. No one broke a window this year. And then literally I hear a glass shatter and I walk around the corner and Emily Harless has smacked the glass and literally just shattered it and cut her hand all open. I was like, we almost made it. <laughs> I'm not surprised that it was Harless though. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, some some dude like ran into the like the annex and closed the door behind her and was like holding it and she just smacks the glass panel on the door and shatters it. Yeah. Yeah, I shattered it with a, uh, a lacrosse ball, and then my sister shattered it with a water balloon, and then I shattered it again with a baseball. <laughs> Did, how much were those windows to replace? They probably weren't expensive, based on no, how they were like super they thin broke. glass. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have to. Oh, they pay didn't make anything. you pay for it. Oh, no, I, I offered to, but they said no. Just yeah, the time you shot a lacrosse ball to it, uh, me and Michaela were sitting right below the window when it went through. <laughs> yep. And I remember I'll, it was that it was the hard ass janitor that was there at the time who didn't like any of us kids. So I had to go and personally apologize to this guy. That was oh terrifying. But what, was he, was, what did he look like? Was, okay, so he was an older white guy. I know, really, really uh, easy to spot at Spotswood. Um, and uh, he had glasses. He almost always wore jeans, sometimes jean shorts, never khaki shorts. Um, always had a t-shirt on, never a long sleeve shirt, even in the winter. Um, this dude was not super big. He was like a healthy guy, but he was easily in his like late sixties. Um, what was his name? I can't remember his name, but, uh, as far as like most embarrassing thing, like I can't think of anything that like happened and immediately I was embarrassed. There was a lot of stuff that like, what's the stupidest thing you did as a kid then? Oh, dude, that's that's that, hard. I can I did probably, of, I could probably. Answer are you talking that about question. stupid, like dangerous wise, or stupid as in like, uh, situ like I don't know, just dumb, like, like social, just like stupid, like, just like something that you look back now and just think, wow, that was really dumb, but it was funny. I swam, I swam out. Okay, this isn't even really funny. Uh, I once swam. I was on a vacation with Drew Alexander and his family. And we wanted to see a shark the whole weekend while we were out. And this is like Myrtle. We're in Myrtle Beach. So there are some sharks there. Not too many. But I'm like, we wanted to see a shark. And the entire time, we didn't see a single thing. Nobody caught a shark while they were deep sea fishing. So I decide in my teenage brain, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to swim out really far from the beach because there's no lifeguards. And there won't be the, the those biggest sharks near the, near, you know, this club. Keep in mind, I'm a kid who drank in Shark Week and Animal Planet and read all these books about sharks. Like, I know a decent amount about animals, so I know that this is a dumb idea. But I decided to do it anyway because, you know, I'm a main character in my own story. I'm going to live. I go out very far, and, and which I wasn't worried about because I could swim. But even looking back, like it, I was amazed that I didn't accidentally drown myself. So I go out a ways, and then all of a sudden I realize this is really stupid. So I start swimming back and I'm backstroking and all of a sudden I feel something just nudge my foot. 
and mm. I freeze for a second. And then I don't feel anything. And I'm like, nope, it's fine. So I start backstroking again. And I feel something once again nudge my foot. And I'm like, okay, this is, I have to see what this is. Just to, I want to see what my death is going to look like. So I start, instead of backstroking, I start treading water. And I feel something swish behind my back. And I slowly turn around. Mm. And there is a three and a half, four foot long juvenile blue shark swimming around. <laughs> And I am like, oh shit, I'm going to die. Uh, or at least it's going to take off an arm. And this thing like, circles me once, circles me twice, and then comes straight at me and I'm getting ready to punch this thing in the nose. And then it dives down into the water and I did not see it. Ooh. And I freaked out. So I started just like dogging it back to the beach. And when I got back, I threw up because I was so afraid. Jeez. Yikes. Yeah. I, uh, so that's one of the dumbest things I've ever done in my life. My uh, um, uh, my brother and I and uh, a couple of his friends, we did like a a fake mugging in front of. Oh, that was a really good house. one. I remember the story, but please tell it. Um, basically, so I would uh, so I used to like hang out with my brother and his friends a whole lot, and I was always the the one to um do like the really daring thing. I've only that... ever gotten in trouble when I was with Nick as a kid. Yeah. I was a good kid I'd hang out with Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you're younger than your brother too, right? So they're making you do the stupid stuff. Yeah. Um but um basically uh we went out to this uh Wendy's near my house and uh, <laughs> I was supposed to like stand in front of it and then they were supposed to come up and just basically like look like they were like beating me up and then drag me over to the side. And so we do that, and then like a, a cop shows up, and uh, he tries to he tries to, he tries to follow us back to our house, uh, but we just evaded him into the night, and we just ran back to the uh, to my basement. It was not it was not it's not fun. <laughs> it was not. Fun. I mean, it was funny at the time, but these days that will get shot. Yeah. Well, we, well, we were all white, so I mean, probably not. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, but there was this one time that, uh, like, me and Mason were trying to cross the highway near my house, and <laughs> and his dad was like was in the intersection. No, I saw- have to preface this: we were crossing Route Three, which is like the the number one don't cross area because so many people die on that road because like an eight lane oh, yeah. highway. So <laughs> I'm like, we're halfway through crossing it, and I'm like. And my dad at work used to his shop used to be in like the industrial park right by Golds. So it just so happens we're halfway across this highway, and this man comes pulling up to the stoplight to go out on deliveries, and we make eye contact. <laughs> oh man, it was funny. What time of day was this? It was like, like twelve. One, yeah, like one o'clock 12, in the yeah, afternoon. 12, so there's traffic. There's like a lot. Of oh, traffic. there's a lot yeah, of traffic. There was a lot of traffic. Yeah. What prompted you guys to do this? Just, I don't know, hang out, I guess. <laughs> bro, I don't even know. They were crazy, bro. They got me in so much trouble all the time. Remember that time on the trampoline when we were bouncing that spring shot off? Oh, yeah. It went flying like an inch from our face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then I, and then I was like, <laughs> I was on, you. Nick had this like little kids, like, you know, the kids like, slide playhouse furniture and stuff yeah yeah so he had like a table like a picnic table and we we would get up on it to hop up on the 
the um uh the trampoline because it was like a medium height so you could just kind of like use it as a step stool so i'm standing on the edge of it and matt schools one of our old friends comes he bounces on the trampoline <laughs> into the air <laughs> and he comes down on top of the like the like the the Stape. the table the table but i'm like on the think of it like a seesaw so i'm on the yeah. other side and he comes landing right on the side close to the trampoline and shoots me off into the air because <laughs> the whole table gives out under him so the table just like caves in on itself and i'm flying through the air and i land on top of him oh, oh man it was one of the funniest things ever <laughs> I haven't seen schools in a long time. You don't know, right? Firefighter now. I know. Oh, man. I've liked, dude, I've liked a picture from 2013 of like so many people now. I'm just going account by account on Instagram. My old account is, I mean, my old pic, my whole Instagram account is pretty just boring. Me and Nick used to, oh, my, remember that time? Nick, we were in like a like war, a notification war. Oh yeah. So I, I one day I went on Nick's Facebook profile and liked everything he ever posted, and he had like nine hundred and ninety nine notifications. Yeah. <laughs> and then Nick would do it to me, and then I like, dude, it was for like a week. We just kept notification bombing each other. <laughs> Dang, seriously? Yeah, that was yeah. a fun time. <laughs> We would see who could rack up the most, like, because I think I started at 100, and then Nick jumped it to 200, then I jumped it to, like, 500 and something. <laughs> I, it would, it would, I'd spend, like, two hours a day just liking everything Nick's ever posted on, face, on Facebook. Those, those were good times, bro. Me and yeah. Nick used to be masters of the prank, bro. I remember we barely touched on that last time when we were talking about, like, just the trolling that you guys would do dude we did some crazy stuff we used to we used to use this like prank call site and prank call alicia over and over again to the point where she'd be like yelling (laughs) at the like (laughs) fake person (laughs) and dude we just did some nonsense oh one time i broke both my arms uh skating which is a story for another time and so i like couldn't i had to put my backpack on this like basically on this uh uh, what's it called? The um, what's the thing you move boxes with? The dolly. You know, yeah, dolly basically. So I had this my backpack on like a dolly, a makeshift dolly, so I could just wheel it around because my you know my arms are broken. Um, couldn't really pick up a heavy school backpack. So one day I come to I like go to use the bathroom or grab something from the annex, and I come back to the classroom, and my backpack's gone. And I'm like. What the heck? I'm like, Nick, where'd you put my backpack? He's like, I didn't move your backpack. I'm like, where'd you put it? And he's like, and he finally caved after me grilling him for like two minutes. And he put he put it out in the woods, dude. <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nick took it like two minutes into the woods outside the school. And like, it's just, and I, he's like, just go get it, bro. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, my arms are broken. I mean, you could have just like kicked your backpack, you know, could have used your foot. <laughs> Just kick it back. It's like getting tangled up in leaves and mud and crap, and you're just like, just kick it back. Oh my! Me and Nick would just like low, high key torture each other all the time. <laughs> Those are good days. Yeah, man. <laughs> kick it back. My gosh. He said, "Kick it back." I forced him to go into the woods and bring it, drag it back. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, One time, oh, but... dude, Natalie would always, like, uh, was, like, so Natalie had, like, the biggest crush on me that was unreciprocated. And she would, like, always try to, like, just be all clingy on me. And one time I walked out of class, and we had, like, two separate classes that then crossed over. So I walk out of class the same time she walks out. And she runs over and is like, Mason, and gives me a big hug. And I grab her pencil and chuck it into the woods. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And then she goes, goes, what the heck? Why'd you do that? I just walked away. (laughs) (laughs) What a geek, man. Dang. That's sad. No, it was funny. I did it as a meme. I gave her a new pencil. It is funny, but that's also, you're just like, <laughs> it was a, dude, I yeeted that thing. I got pretty good range on it, too. I remember one time, so we had those, like, wood, like, so basically our school, for those of you who, like, didn't go there, our school was basically, like, these mobile trailers that were all linked together by, like, this, uh, basically this deck. This wood deck. Real quick, just so that they understand, we were all kind of homeschooled, but we did yeah, it was a co-op. It was a co-op, so like it was just a bunch of homeschoolers who we get together and pay teachers to teach higher level courses. Moms couldn't really teach, so anyway, yeah. So there's this decking. So there's this decking in between, and I will never forget the this girl was running to class. <laughs> because she was running late and i'm watching this happen through the window she's running to class because she's late and she trips on the deck and falls like like smack down the deck and her homework goes through the slit i kid you not it goes through the slit of this like of the decking and just disappears (laughs) and i just remember her like how shocked she looked and how she was like grabbing at the ground and stuff like she just couldn't comprehend what just happened who was I don't even remember, dude. I don't remember the face. I just remember the scene. Because, like I said, it was like I could see it in slow motion, dude. It lined up so perfectly as, like, these pages of paper just straight through the sheet as her hands smacked the ground. Dang, that's sad. It was pretty funny, to be honest. Here's a question. I was like, what? Yeah, what's Here's a question? Uh, if you guys could be killed oh, no. by any animal, what would it be? Oh, an animal? Yeah. I'll probably be killed by this raccoon soon. <laughs> um, Not unless it dies first. True. I don't know if I'd want to be killed by, like, does it have to be an animal or can we just choose the way that we die? It has to be an animal. It, could you think it you could be, be eaten by goldfish? Yeah. Goldfish? Oh, yeah. Goldfish eat you? Would they? If, yeah, if they're big oh, enough. They wouldn't. Okay. Do goldfish eat meat? Yes. Uh, hold on, let me see. All fish eat meat. Well, not all well, fish. Not all most fish. most fish eat meat. What kind? Of, what do goldfish eat? Like, what do in the wild? What do they eat? Do they eat like what sea amoebas? They eat crustaceans, plants, insects, and will sometimes even eat smaller fish. Oh yeah. Hmm. What do you think fish flakes are made out of? I don't know. Fish. Yeah, they're made out of just fish, fish plants, insects, and other stuff. Just fish dandruff. <laughs> they, just, they just scrape it off. You wouldn't be horrible. What? It would. Be, so, I was reading. Uh, it would be terrible if monkeys were intelligent. They are. Kinda. I know. But are you talking like that, Planet of the Apes intelligent? Yeah. yeah. Which the new three movies are amazing, by the way. The reboots are incredible. 
What was that? Remember what was that? What was that like? Uh, Discovery Channel show about the like where it's like wild animals would like turn on people and kill them. You remember that show? Yeah. It was like de- yeah. What was it called? Deadly Encounters. Yeah, Deadly Encounters. It's like where people would like keep like Joe Exotic. Like they keep like these wild animals, and then one day they just turn on them and like eat them. Yeah. Yeah, that was a wild. Like, show, I watched this bro. one where this uh, these guys were. Uh, at basically a like a wildlife preserve somewhere in Africa, and they were attacked by a bunch of apes, and then the apes uh, basically they bit off this guy's fingers and then tore off another guy's hand. Dude, I and remember they, that one. Yeah, that one. And then they basically brutalized another guy. I remember one <laughs> so. of them. The dude, one of the, one of the monkey one. There was a lot of ones that had to do with monkeys. I'm telling one- you, man, monkeys are crazy. Dude, they are. That's because they're dude, super strong. Insane. I remember the the episode. The guy got his arm ripped off by an ape, and then it beat him with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah, dude. It was wild, bro. I remember Africa. watching that show as a kid and being like, "This is crazy." Africa is crazy, though. Like, um, uh, they in a couple years ago, there was. The- record the world record for how long a crocodile was let me look it up real quick because this thing was i think 30 something feet long dude i believe it there's been some some crazy finds in the ocean there's like that one shark that's like 900 years old that great white mm-hmm. the ocean's scary bro yeah um you think megalodon exists okay uh maybe i don't know I think it's. I, mean, it's I think possible. it does. Have you seen those old Nazi photos? But that shark fin by the submarine. I have not. That's... Okay, so the world what's record. The, okay, what's up with the lock? What is up with that old photo of a, the supposed Loch Ness monster? Oh, that, that was debunked. Oh, that was. It was? Debunked. Yeah. Real quick, oh, okay. The world oh. record for the uh, for a length of a crocodile in modern times was twenty and a half feet long. Which is insane if you think about it. Like that's that's almost as big as a school bus. Okay, this is the photo. I'm saying to the Discord. So this is if for people who are viewing the podcast at home, you can Google the just Google Megalodon Nazi photo. So this is in South Africa. See this fin? Holy it shit! Compared, yeah, compared to the it's, it's compared to how far away it is from the submarine. It's the same size, and it's. Estimated at sixty-four feet long. Yeah. Oh, dude! Like, there's there's plenty of stories, like both in ancient stories and semi-modern, of people like seeing whether they be like any sort of prehistoric animal, whether they be dinosaurs or bigger insects or uh, uh, a, a, a lot of sea life too, like this, and like a lot of people. This is a discussion that I had with a lot of people before. Of like, do you think dinosaurs still exist? I'm like, I think it kind of depends on where in the world you're talking about or what time, because um, uh, there's I mean, lots possible. of stories that could, yeah, there's lots of stories that support it. And um, uh, like Loch Ness monster, I fully believe that that was a di- like. I don't think the Loch Ness monster is still alive, but I think it was a thing. But I think it was a dinosaur. Oh, 100%, I'm not... but I'm saying, I think it could still be alive. A plesiosaurus? Yeah. Dude, I, I, don't I think out of all the animals that, like, 
terrify me. Chimps are definitely up there. Oh yeah, there's think scary. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if chimps were like everywhere? Do you know? Do you know how chaotic that would be? That would be chaos. <laughs> yeah. Be chaos have, have you seen? Street. Have you seen that video with uh, the gorilla Harambe, uh, Harambe. Like, dragging around that baby? That yeah, would be dude, happening everywhere. Mess. 2016. That's when it all kicked off. Is when we shot that gorilla. Okay, don't, don't do it. What? Don't don't start like memeing about it. Okay. It I'm not serious. memeing about it's it. Meme serious, John. Oh no, I'm not memeing about it at all. That was just that was a big thing that happened. And Did you see, Kanye's running for president. <laughs> we already <laughs> talked about this. We didn't talk about Did it in depth. Did we? You voting for Kanye? I know I, you I'm are, John. For Kanye. <laughs> I know you're voting for Kanye, John. I'm not voting for Kanye. There's that well, third party, that libertarian too. That girl seems good. Joe something or other? Yeah, it was a JoJo or something. JoJo. Yeah, JoJo. JoJo's bizarre adventure. <laughs> yeah. JoJo's that's bizarre that's... America. Yeah. Dude, Bro. we should we should elect that person just so we can make that joke. And every time she walks out for a press conference, it does one of those like stance poses. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> An enemy stance user. I love how we oh, go man. from megadons, megalodons, not megalodons. Megadons. Why? Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. Um, I like how we go from like prehistoric monsters to. And Kanye's running 2020. Oh, I was scrolling through. I was scrolling through YouTube and saw a video about it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Kanye." Hey, oh, yeah, good morning, hey. Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> the the way the paparazzi treats me and my family. Good morning, Kanye. Shut the heck up, <laughs> dude. He will give out free Yeezys to every person True. in America. Can you imagine presidential Yeezys like? Presidential he has like a – oh my goodness, bro. They got an American flag on them. I'd buy – I'd cop those things, bro. I would Air Force – he has like a, literal Air Force One Yeezys, like Air Force. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Yeah. What if like all of our troops start deploying in Yeezys, dude? I think we would, would become be amazing. Dude, I, I know. Tactically appropriate. It's not supposed. It's not supposed to be really. He'd make. He'd make tactical Yeezys. He could do it. Yeezys. Yeah, tacky. They got. Mini, tack they got like two Uzis in them, bro. <laughs> they got Uzis in them. <laughs> and they also rocket power. Yeah, they got Uzis in them and rockets and all that, dude. They're full metal, bro. But they still got that ultra boost in them, so they feel comfortable while you're walking in the <laughs> desert. Oh my Man, god. Dude. Dude, I hit. I hit. Have you ever seen volume. a chimp oh. with mange? <laughs> yeah, that's creepy. I know it's got like all of its hair. It, lo it kind of looks like a half skeleton, bro. Well, the the reason why chimps are so scary is because like they're just intelligent enough to like like figure stuff out, but also they're really really strong, like really strong. I know, dude. I know. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if like a five hundred pound chimp? Was like running so, at you. You die. You, you, know how, you, you know how like you buff a kill. gorilla is, right? Yeah. Think about it. gorillas don't work out, so we've never seen a gorilla at like max capacity. <laughs> true. That is to be true. completely legit with you guys, I would rather like 
fight a serial killer than most wild animals. Like, especially, like, if you were like, okay, John, do you want to fight, like, a serial killer and you both get a weapon, or do you want to fight... You're saying you'd rather fight Ted Bundy than than a a raccoon. Here's the... No, no, no. Yeah, than a raccoon. I'm saying, like, a chimp. I'd rather fight Ted Bundy than it. Here's the thing. Ted Bundy and I both get weapons in equal standing. I don't know, dude. You, how are you going to beat Ted Bundy's eyes, bro? I know. How are you going? You'll, you'll go to hit him and be like, I can't do it, and then he'll stab you. Honestly, I'd rather He's get hesitating. stabbed. You wouldn't even see it coming. Yes. You'd be like, hey, could you help me uh, put these books in my car? And John would be like, sure, man. And the next thing you know, you're getting no, stabbed this is, in your spine. This is, this is a hypothetical fight. Like, we know what's I happening. I know, but hypothetically, if you're fighting a serial killer, you wouldn't know he's a serial killer because most serial killers get their victims through social like interaction. Yeah, I feel like you're interaction. destroying the premise that I'm trying to lay out here. No, I think you're, you didn't think your premise through. I mean, that's also a fair point you could make. I'm I don't at 300. Know. What? What? You were saying? Ah! I was saying I'm at, I just hit 300 books in my manga collection. 300 volumes. Nice. I'm getting a that's new bookshelf. That's a lot of manga. I know. Yeah, Has dude, it gotten I'm to, to the point where you were asking yourself, is this enough? No. I want to hit 500 by the end of the year. Will you say that it's enough then? No. Honestly, I, want a whole, I want a whole home... Until I have a whole home library... A manga, it's not enough. I want a whole room dedicated. You ever see that? Uh, you ever see that meme where the dude is like having? He has like a, uh, uh, basically like a wad of a hundred dollar bills, and he's like smoking or not smoking, but he's like snorting crack off of a table. That's basically mm-hmm. a, a, a Mason with manga. He's just kind of like, yeah. That's an accurate statement. Just putting but down the a thing line. Is, half the stu- I can make money on practically all the stuff I bought. Oh really? I'm not buying. It. Yeah, I'm not. I buy it all used and like piece together the series. So like, like let's take for example, I have One Punch Man one through seventeen. I probably paid about seventy five dollars altogether for that, and I can. It's set. It's just recently sold on eBay for like I think one twenty to one thirty. So I can make fifty dollars on this series. So if you do it the if you do it the smart way, like the long way, like I do, you can make money on this stuff. So it's not like I'm out the money, you know. I'll break even or make money on just about the majority of stuff. I got the Death Note Black editions one through six for twenty five dollars. I can sell them for about sixty, double my money there. I got the Delicious in Dungeon one through six for about I think thirty five dollars. I can probably sell that for about sixty or seventy. Well, I would argue that. You know, even if you weren't to sell them and you were to just keep collecting them and stuff like that, that's not necessarily a waste. Like, oh, I, I don't think it's a waste. No, I'm just saying it. Yeah, like, I just like it's it's a cool. Co- I love collecting it and I love having it, but also it's not like I'm technically, you know, in terms of like as far as fiscal terms, I'm not wasting money. But I don't think I'm wasting money regardless. Get what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. I buy books and I never plan on selling them to anybody even though i have like full collections of stuff that some of the stuff has been out of print for years i have first editions of really old stuff like yeah. i have first editions of moby dick and uh the invisible man and all that sort of stuff but i keep it all because it's freaking mine and i love it exactly <laughs> it's you gotta have a hobby i have a i got dude this is one of the craziest finds ever i got mushishi 
one through six, which has been out of print for a decade. I got a double copy of one and then one through six. Uh, I got it for $35 retail or what I can get for it on. Like if I sold it on eBay for those six books is about $300 or $350 off of 35. That's, that's, that's a 90% profit margin. Jeez. I know. Ooh, what are, okay. Going off this topic, what are some like, Hobbies slash things that you've collected over the years. I mean, this oh, is topics wrapped into one, but like, what are your things that you've started that you've still kept up with to oh, this still this day? See, because I don't. Things drop off, but like, yeah, I've, and things that you've collected. I've start like I've gotten really heavy into like several different hobbies, but the only one that stuck around, or at least one that's sticking around right now, is manga. I got into shoe collecting for a while, like high end choose i had like 35 pairs at one point but i've cut back to like only having i have like six nice pairs now but yeah i like i had like really rare like nike dunks like i had chicken and waffles i sold mm. those for like 250 dollars. they were like new in the box i sold. i only ever wore them like four times i was so scared to wear them that was why i got out of shoes because i feel like the thing with shoes like if you wear them you're decreasing the value so thus it makes it counter intuitive you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so that's why also, i kind of got out of that game also real quick before you continue sorry mason um like it doesn't have to be like a hardcore uh hobby or a hardcore collection like i have every like my basement is filled with these things like it can just no, be like gotta be i've stuck with it over this amount of time yeah i think if i was talking about hobbies i've st- taken the course of time i think it's artwork uh, manga and video games. I think those are the three that have withstood the test of me growing older. I never really got out of any of those. I'm, mm. I'm still kind of into shoes, but not to the extent I used to be. I usually try to have, like I, like I said, like a couple nice pairs, and that's about it. Um, I guess for me, it would probably be just, I don't know, just anything related to computers, I guess. True. I like I kind of lumped that into video games for yeah, me. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm kind of like, well, yeah, well, I you could argue I guess, that we're all three video games, though. Huh? You could argue that we're all three video games, but yeah, Mason, I, I think I, you could. I, our I, case I, is like collector's editions and stuff. Well, I, I, I would say in, in, in my case, it's you're more so like uh, tech. Yeah, more it's tech. more so like, like tech. yeah, like technology, computer technology. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have. I have like a whole uh, um, my own PC that I've built. I used to. Uh, I think it started whenever I started doing like some programming when I was like in grade school, and mm-hmm. then it just sort of like. I think programming needs to be taught earlier in life. Honestly, it's in school curriculum. I mean, it's it, these days. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very important. Yeah, oh, I also got into cars for a while. Like I was saying at the beginning, selling my Mustang. That's one I've just recently got out of to an extent. I feel like I get hardcore into hobbies and go to like an extreme and then I dial back to like a lower reasonable amount. I feel like that's like my – my uh, what's it called? It's my um, – uh, that's typically how things go in my life. Like I end up going really hard into a hobby and getting like really involved and then like dialing it back to more of a reasonable amount. It's your life what's pattern. A, a, okay, here's here's yeah. the question. What is a hobby that you once had but don't do any longer because of some 
sort of negative con- negative uh, experience you had with that particular mm. cars. Oh yeah, because that's why uh, that's kind of the point I'm at now. Where I was like, that's why I was saying at the beginning, like with sports cars, like it you you spend so much money that you can't. Like I was saying, most hobbies you can kind of get your money out of if you're smart about it. Like even shoes, I made a lot of money back when I got out of that hobby and sold them all off. But cars are like, there's no return on investment. You can you can drop thousands of dollars on modifications, but the car is only ever going to be worth this much, and it can all get destroyed in a second, just if someone pulls out in front of you or something. <clears throat> and m- the more you modify a car, the less enjoyable and the more difficult it is to drive and just enjoy the car. Like if you upgrade the suspension to lower the car to make it look nicer, it's going to ride terrible. If you, you know, if you upgrade, if you do engine work to make it go faster, it's going to break easier. So all this stuff, like you're, you're basically spending more and more money to make your car less and less enjoyable to drive and more difficult to work on and own. Hmm. So that's kind of where I, I had this. That's why I had this epiphany, and I was like, "You're like I'm doing a lot just for." you know other people to say i have a nice car you know so that's why i kind of that's why i decided to sell it off and get something more like i'll still modify and i enjoy working on and like checking out like my mods i have now but it's not to the extent of that it's more like cosmetic stuff and more personalization less about the extreme of like lowering putting on coilovers upgrading engines all that stuff Mm. and it's so expensive i i'd argue car like uh, car owning, sports car modification, stuff like that, uh, is the the most expensive hobby you can have. Mm. One of my friends, like, he's he bought he bought his hatchback, which is an ST, uh, which is a super high end, uh, or super like that's like the new hatchback, the sports hatchback everyone loves. So he that's like what you buy it for. I think it was like sixteen to eighteen retail, and then you. He's put like six, probably six grand, if not more, into modifications. Like you're just never going to get that back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And like it just like – and the more you do to your car, the more it will break. And the more you have to – like it's – like I said, you're just making it – it just is such a – I just don't. It's such a burden to bear. Yeah, I highly discourage people from getting a sports car, getting into that kind of stuff because it's just not – it's not there. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd argue and say anyone who says they like, anyone who likes the sports car life is lying to you. <laughs> you know, I think people like fast cars, and you know who doesn't. But the like the the logistics of it all, like you just can't like it if you're being honest to yourself or to the people you're talking <clears throat> to. But I don't know. What about you, Nick? What about right, do you have any hobbies that you're like? I just don't do it anymore because real uh, quick for me personally, because the answer is really easy. Uh, no, because everything I've ever gotten into, I've always been into, and I never get super duper heavily into something to where like it dominates my life. Because hobbies and things that I collect are to me like the video games that I play, and that like I'll play one for a couple of hours, and then I might stop that one, and maybe go on to the next one or I might just stop playing video games altogether. So like I just keep a healthy balance of all the stuff that I do. So everything that I've been doing these days, I've been doing for years. Um, John collects Calvin Klein underwear. (laughs) 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 He says, look at these different pairs I have. (laughs) This Um, one limited edition. 
This is the one Justin Bieber wore in that one commercial. All right. And <laughs> um, I guess for me, it'd probably be a anime. <laughs> oh, dude. Really? Yeah. That's okay. kind of not something I'm into anymore. Really? Nick. I, I, okay, look. Oh, you put, you... Look. Okay, look. I will this give is you... like the third of Star Wars up in here, bro. What do you... <laughs> I trusted you. <laughs> you were my weeb, brother. <laughs> you, were you were supposed to. <laughs> oh, you were the chosen one. Yeah, why'd you get out of it? Um, uh, so uh, basically, it's just it's mostly just the um, all of the stereotypical things that have have been associated with a lot of anime. Um, so like, like your basic dwelling. Hot no, no, dog. no, not 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 that, not that. Um, uh, because like we shouldn't shame people who live in their basements. No, I'm di- I'm talking about the people who live I in their mean, basements. John, you're who the do, person don't who do... lives in their basement. I'm well, I mean, talking about the people who live in the basement who don't contribute anything to society or ever plan on doing that. I think there's nothing wrong living with your parents. No, nothing at all. It's as just as long as you're contributing. You're... As long That's as you're contributing, you're not mooching off them. Yeah, that's what you're, a, you're a valid member of the household. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Well, anyway. So why why'd you get well, out? Not 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 like the not that, but it's basically just the uh, all of the typical thing <clears throat> things that can happen in an anime. So for example, you have like the all of the really the tropes. Yeah, the tropes. You know, you yeah, have yeah, all yeah. Of the really juvenile humor and just the you know the guy who's like afraid of of women. Or the guy who like trips and falls and then touches a woman in a particular area, and he's like, "Oh, but I feel like I feel like that's more. I feel like that's more on you not watching high class anime. <laughs> I think you. I think that means I think you're just you're watching tropey anime, and that's the problem. That might like be- uh, your lie, your lie in April doesn't have tropes like that. That's an excellently told story. Uh, One Punch My Man. My brother again. said that's. My brother said that Your Lie in April is oh, was dude, the first show to make. Up. Yeah, he said that was the first show to make him feel human emotion, and he actually cried and cared about characters. Yeah, dude, that, that show will before. mess you up. I highly recommend if no one's seen Your Lie in April and you're listening to this, go watch it on. I believe it's still on Netflix. I mean, I, I'm not. It's saying, a musty. I'm not saying that all of them are like that. But I'm just yeah, saying no. that it's just and like. But see, the thing is, is that with anime, it's like every single season there's new. Uh, anime coming out but then you just have to like wade through just all of the mediocre trash to well, get to that one that one gem there but there I, i'd argue it's that just, there's youtube channels that do that for you and tell you good stuff to watch like gigak is a great youtube channel he does a se- season review every season and he like points out the good the winners of the season and all that stuff and gives you like a quick intro review of like basically the gist of each new season, which ones to look out for and which ones not to. But I mean, even that, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like again, I just, I I, I, just... it was just too much of an of an effort <laughs> to just like wade through all of the. Just I, the I I I encourage you. It all. Sing yesterday for me just ended. I encourage you to watch it. It's only twelve episodes, and come back to me next week and tell me it's not great. I mean, I'm not saying it's not great. It is great, but I'm just saying that as I've gotten older, it's just been something that I've 
But couldn't you make that oh, argument no, no. about like movies and stuff too? Well, I feel like with like that. movies, I feel like with movies because it's like an international like industry. You know, it's not just based in like one country. I, I, I'd argue most most movies are kind of based around American ideals and atmosphere. I would actually well, tend to agree. I feel I like there are definitely disagree. foreign movies like Parasite that are more based in other areas, but I feel like the general positioning of these movies are very American-based. What do you mean, like, American-based? Like, what is... Like, what do you mean? like, the American ideals and American attitudes and American... Like narratives, so, so like American. Uh, I mean, but see, those like are majority the ones... of movies are filmed in America by and made by Hollywood and stuff. Not saying other films aren't made. There are a lot of great films like the Oscar winner Parasite, which was excellent. Uh, but I'm saying I feel like the majority is American based, just like how you know majority of anime or all of anime just about is Japanese based. I well, feel like there's just certain. Well, that's. Ex- be- well, that's mostly because America is like the largest movie industry, you know. Exactly, exactly. But see, with anime, that's sort of its own thing, you know. Yeah, but at exactly the same time, like, like they're the main producers of it. There's also like Korean animation, and there's American animation, like Avatar and stuff, which I'd classify more in the anime category, and that's very American. I, there's always standouts, but I'm saying there's always going to be a main, you know, the majority lean to like or producer of one type of thing oh i guess that's true oh no i, I mean think... i don't really think that all all the movies have like a american idealism by default because they're made in america i think it's just I don't know. Because... captain america <laughs> you're like i'm just saying like you know no i understand is amazing i'm just saying but i'm saying there's just there's more mainly you get that lean towards you know, American ideals, I guess you could say. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not di- discrediting your, I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not, you fall, not liking, or, you know, liking anime anymore. I just don't know about, I just don't know if I buy the thing that's just because all anime is tropey. Well, it's just that it's not all anime that's tropey. It's just that it's just all of this mediocre stuff that just comes out yeah. every single season. And you might have that one, one show that's like really good. But then exactly. the rest are just, that one show. are just really mediocre. But then you have to wait an entire like season yeah, for but a that's year anything, until really. another one comes out. We had to wait. We had to wait like two years for Avengers Endgame to come out, the second one. Like it's just like that was you got to wait for the year before that. It was the um, the year before that was the uh, Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying that was a year wait. Like I'm saying, you usually get. But with one, but like with Attack on Titan, for example, you Attack never, on Titan's finishing. It's last. But we've had we've out. had to, but we've had to wait like years for a season. So, for, but it's four. finished. But, but it's all about the wait. You're just impatient. I am impatient. That's your problem. <laughs> impatient boy. Speaking impatient of impatience, boy. we should probably anyway. end the podcast here. Yeah, on that note, thank you guys so much for listening this week to the After Hours podcast. Um, hopefully, you guys will tune in next time. Also, we send should make like more an questions. Yeah, how? Well, real quick, where can they send us questions? Because we don't really have a place where Carrier they can send pigeon. us questions. I'll set up, <laughs> whisper him, whisper him. Uh, I'll set up an, John's name and he'll no, find him. I'll set up a subreddit 
Reddit After Hours podcast. Oh my goodness. No one and on this guys... podcast is going to know how to use Reddit, bro. Oh, a couple Actually, of them might. Go ahead and do that, and I will make a Gmail account, and I'll link the Gmail account in the uh, podcast description, and I'll give all three of us access to it. Bro, I not you know, not to, not to you know offend anyone or make this you know whatever, but I feel like if you type r slash after hours on Reddit, you will find a porn subreddit. Honestly, you hold on a second, let's check. <laughs> because we're doing it live. We're doing it live. I'm just saying, Reddit. You know, I love Reddit and all, but you you make one wrong step on that site. There is no after hours subreddit. Oh, turns well, out, awesome! I was so wrong. Gonna... Anyway, color right. me wrong. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you guys have a great week, and we will see you all next time. Have a great Stay month. Because yeah, let's be honest, safe. who knows if this will be. Yeah, stay safe. Don't do anything stupid. And uh, yeah. Don't do drugs unless they're legal, like weed. You can do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My government says Bye. it's okay.